I'm proposing to the show, I won't be here, of course, George will be back, but I'm proposing to the show that in the run-up to the presidential election in the US next year, we should have a mini-Michael competition. We should try to find somebody as right-wing as Michael Graham um, to to uh, predict the outcome of the election for us. Uh, what do you think, Michael? They'd have uh, to be they'd have to be between seven and ten, and about yeah, exactly. and about six would, foot five inches tall. They, they would be my intellectual equals at that age. I think <laughs> okay. they would be. So that would be. You would never notice the difference, quite frankly. Okay, I'm not sure if we can find them tall enough, but I'm sure we can find them <laughs> right wing enough. Um, Michael, I. I, I by the I, way, what I, do you mean by right wing? I'm just curious. What does that mean to you, right wing? Um, I, I think that will emerge over the next few minutes. Um, well, I, no, I just, it's always funny to me. For example, is it right wing to say that a, a nation like Ireland should be governed by the people of Ireland through the consent of the governed and they should be able to have their own, say, borders and decide who does and doesn't live in their own country? Is that right wing? No, that's not right wing at all. Because that seems not as liberal as you can get from a small L liberal standpoint. What's more liberal than the consent of the governed in the rule of law. So given Absolutely. that Ireland now but in a parliamentary, Ireland does it, not. But in a parliament, par- I know, no, 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 Michael. This is a parliamentary democracy. Um, uh, right. We, we elect a parliament. The parliament elects mm-hmm. a government. The government, right, exactly. the government is the executive. It governs for as long as it has uh, the support of parliament, for as long mm-hmm, as it sure. can maintain a majority of parliament. And it makes decisions. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's very slow to make decisions. Sometimes it doesn't make the right decisions, but it makes decisions. And right. believe it or not, it can then be turfed out at the end of a period of office by the people of the country. That's the way. As a, as a that's member way, of that's the way our uh, parliamentary democracy works. As a member of a democratic republic, where we have a republican form of government and divided powers, I understand completely. But my question is: you don't get so to when you don't the, get to um, throw your president out um, if he f- fails to. Uh, keep a well, we have uh, we parliament. have elections every four years, yeah. and you we have, term, it's, but, yeah. but it's the same. But the same premise, the same premise. I so I understand what I was saying. So, when did the Parliament of Ireland vote on how many of the migrants you are going to choose to take, and how is the will of the people in Ireland on the question of taking those mi- migrants? How is it expressed? When 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 it's when it's are ex- those? It's expressed in government decision, and if the it? government feels the need for a vote, if Parliament needs feels the need for a vote, but, but my question, there can so, be a vote. So, so Ireland could so the 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 elected Parliament of Ireland, the Dáil, could decide. No, no migrants. We're we're doing fine. Thank you very much. They can make that decision. That yeah, yeah. No, they they could. They uh, can. They could. Oh, of course, they could. Yeah. Really? They could. You could have. You could have, for example, a motion in in uh, mm. in the Doyle next week. Uh, wow. And it could that be is weird because and Angela be Merkel. Angela Merkel told me something totally different. Angela Merkel told me that Ireland's going to take migrants, whether you want them or not, because the EU is going to decide uh, quotas for every country that takes uh, on how many migrants to take. Yeah. And yeah. If you don't meet. Angela Merkel's quota, then the people of Ireland will be punished whether you like it or not. I so I'm, I obviously don't I don't understand the issue. I apologize. Well, I'm, I, I'm, I thought there were EU I mandatory quotas. I wasn't privy to your pillow talk with Angela, so I, I you know, I can't get into that in too much detail. <laughs> so, I, so I'm it, wrong it, about the, this story. I'm the, wrong. There, these, is, there are these, not these, mandatory these, EU these, quotas. I would, you see, because that's exactly democracy. What the, democracy uh, has a way of, of working is. itself out in structural terms. These decisions are made by councils and ministers. They're not made by Angela Merkel. 
There, she is mm. certainly highly influential. They're in made by the to Irish. Kind of decisions. Yeah, Michael, I wanted to ask you something. Well, <laughs> do you want to do you want to keep this going? Because I'm quite well, happy. Just, to keep I, okay, because the question I want to ask is, and since you're not going to concede the point, I will give what we call the natural truth on my show to all the news talk listeners. No, you don't get to decide how many migrants are coming to your country. No, you don't get to decide who they are. It's going to be decided. It's been decided already by the EU. So if you can't decide who comes and doesn't come to your country, do you have a country? Okay. That's that's my question. Uh, Newstalk.ie and I forget the Twitter the the text number. Five three one zero six is the text number. It costs it costs something. Oh, thirty cents. It's for nothing. Oh, that's enough. It's for nothing. Nah, nothing. It's the for migrants will get a lot more than that. And and uh, yeah, yeah they, if <laughs> if they if they go into direct provision, they get nineteen euros a week, so they can afford to make an awful lot of text phone calls, mm. um, <laughs> uh, text and phone calls. Um, I, I just as a matter of because you, you did talk about the natural truth, and I'm sure you want mm-hmm. to tell your listeners the natural truth. Ireland was asked to take 600 refugees, um, mm-hmm. and we have offered asked. to take 4,000 refugees. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, So I'm not quite asked. sure. Yes, asked by asked. Europe. Mm-hmm. By Europe, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Under, under, under a... <laughs> Under yeah. a non-compulsory regime, uh-huh. there is, right. as, as of this moment, no there compulsion. Is, there is, as yeah. of this moment, there's no compulsion and there mm-hmm. cannot be compulsion unless uh-huh. the member states agree. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And if they agree, that, then they, that, there that, can, in fact, be compulsion. If, the, if they which agree. Was the, which is the if plan. If they agree. There can uh-huh. be compulsion. Yes. Well, as that's, the as the as the migration a, that's continues, that's how European democracy works. Okay? And, and as those numbers go up, we'll see how uh, how Ireland fares. Well, let's we'll, see. We'll let's see. see. You asked me what uh, right wing was and what left wing is and so right. on. Left wing welcomes them. What does right wing do? A uh, right wing says that it should be up to the people to decide. That's what it does. Okay. Um, right wing doesn't pretend that there are no cultural consequences. Of having a million people, uh, well, in the case of Germany alone, because I happen to know this number off the top of my head, half a million people a year across uh, Ireland. I don't know what the, I mean, across Europe, I don't know what the total number is going to be, who come from a, cult- a cultures who have very different values and beliefs than the culture that's already there. Obviously, new cultures arrive, new ideas arrive. You can ask the people in Great Britain how's that, how that's worked out with the rape clubs that they've uh, they've had and the widespread corruption that's surrounded them. So we'll see. But it should be up to the people of Ireland. That would be my vote. Okay. And that would make me right wing. That would Well, yeah. You see, what I think right wing does is it covers this kind of issue in complete propaganda. It talks about rape clubs and it talks about... All but there are rape clubs in Great Britain and they've been uncovered and it corrupted the police and the media. Oh, and, and they've been on YouTube. So therefore, and therefore they must be, they must be absolutely true. There have been, I mean, it's not, it's not either right wing or left wing to mm-hmm. suggest that there may be cultural, there will be cultural consequences. Of course there will be. Only, I mean, you have people who only, come from a place that practice widespread female genital mutilation. That's going to be a little different only, for folks only in Dublin and Egypt's, Cork. Only fools think there will be no cultural mm-hmm. consequences. Only fools think there won't be any economic consequences. Of course, if you're bringing in refugees who are fleeing for their lives from mm-hmm. Islamic State and, and other mm-hmm. forms of terror and oppression, of course there are going to be things that have to be carefully managed. Um, that's, I was there's fascinated nothing right-wing the or left-wing about that. I, I was fascinated by the number that only about 13% of the migrants are women or children. That's an astonishing number that you know, more than 85% of the migrants are single men. Yeah. The vast majority of them are younger, that is 40 or under. So you're talking about, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of single young, male 
uh, guys yeah. coming in from another culture. That's interesting. The, 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 it's, I, well, it's what I love, though, Michael. Um, every week I listen to you, and I just adore listening to you, is how you use language. It's so clever and so careful. We're not talking about migrants. We're talking about refugees. We're talking about, and there's a uh, fundamental, of what? fundamental difference between We're migrants not talking about refugees. Syrians. Look, everybody knows that it's not just Syrians. That there are people coming from all over. The, the majority are economic uh, quote refugees that is people leaving a place because they want to go to a place where there's more stuff and interestingly they're not stopping in the countries where they could escape war you can escape war in Hungary you can escape war in Italy they're on their way to northern Europe where the benefits are and so you if the benefits were in Antarctica the migration would continue <laughs> right up right past you right up to the polar bears if that's where the free money was because these people aren't stupid um, well except that most countries in Europe have mm-hmm. rules, procedures, challenges for people who want to assert themselves as economic migrants. Um, we've been actually very good in Ireland at limiting the number of uh, economic migrants. Too good, in my view, um, uh, that, uh, but, but there you are. You'll be happy to know, uh, Michael, I know that that man is right. I'd love if he ran this country because we're run by a shower of fools, says Gerald Limerick. Totally agree with Michael. <laughs> we're heading for disaster, says somebody else. Michael is right. We're bending over to Europe again. Oh, that's a bit vulgar. I won't go any further with that one. Um, okay. Why are America not taking some refugees, says Sinead in Dublin? Well, I understand I America. America are about to take some refugees. Uh, a handful, but it's, it's next to nothing. But he's right. And the reason why we're not taking more refugees is uh, because we've had our own migrant crisis for the past 20 years. When you have 11 to 20 million illegal immigrants coming in from Mexico and Ireland, I might add, and uh, pouring in, make driving unemployment for uh, high school graduates and low-skill Americans up to three times the rate for everybody else, when 71% of all uh, immigrant families in the United States are on the dole and 50% of all illegal immigrant families uh, are on the dole, uh, we've already had our migrant crisis. Thank you. So we, for, So you got the open borders i say you uh, many in europe got the open borders obama approach yeah, to no illegal immigration that you wanted and that's what we got so we got nothing left so if we had been enforcing the law if we'd had our million by the way remember we legally uh, uh we have a million people a year about become citizens legally in the united states we have no problem with immigration love it but sorry when you have people screwing you and breaking the rules the american people say why in the hell would we open the doors again on purpose we got our own migrants and this is we're not talking now about syrians at all we're talking about the irish and the mexicans and and uh, uh, everybody every, yeah. everyone uh, else yeah, right now the number right now the number one group is Asians who are coming over. And we have this, of course, bizarre system called birthright citizenship where uh, Chinese wealthy Chinese families fly the mom over to have the kid here in the United States. Oh, you'll be bills, thrilled to know we did away with that. Uh, yeah, used, you you were smarter to, than it us. It used to be the well. We were more we, even. We, we were sp- even more right wing than you, Michael. When, when, Talking when, about when right wing s- and left wing, okay, can we sure. go back to right wing and left wing for a minute? Absolutely. I want to just to. talk to you about Kim Davis. Um, okay. Uh, I, Kim Davis is a woman who works as a clerk in uh, marriage registry, something, and she right. was sent to jail for refusing to give marriage certs to gay people who were right. married in accordance with the law. I, I mean, I'm puzzled by this because I can't understand why she was sent to jail. Well, why wasn't she well, just, fi- she why wasn't do- she just w- fired? Well, because she's an elected official. 
Okay. And so in the state of Kentucky, you can't just fire an elected official. You have to call them. them or... in there. Well, that's what you can do. You can do two things. The citizens can recall them or the legislature can impeach them. The legislature, though, only, you know, it's not in session all the time. They don't convene until uh, January. And by the way, I should point out, she was denying marriage licenses to everybody as part of her bid to try to keep her name from appearing on a marriage license for a gay couple. But my message to Kim Davis was, lady, you've got a job. Either do it or resign. Those are your only two options. And if you can't uh, hand out marriage licenses to gay couples because it violates your faith, which I understand your position, then then you can do the right thing, stand by your faith, and resign. Just That's the right thing to do. Strikes me be, that like the, the most foolish thing to do is to make a martyr of her. Uh, to, well, I agree. To, but turn, the, the, turn her the, into the, a kind of cause celeb sure, for religious sure. freedom. And the, ju- and the judge also kept her in jail without bail, which was weird. And I think that was a mistake, too. What they should have done is they should, simply should have, you know, uh, uh, removed her from office, uh, which would mean put her in jail because if she's free, she can go to work and uh, say, look, you can go out on bail, but you can't go back to work. And if you go back to work, we're going to put you back in jail, kind of like a restraining order. But that's the problem is because she's an elected official. You have limited things that the court can do. And that's why she ended up in jail. She's announced already, but I say announced her lawyer has let it leak. She plans on going to work on Monday and doing it all over again. And so she'll be back in jail so, next week. So I assume so, because she, so, here's the deal. This, this, uh, what America did, what the, what the courts did, I should say, what five liberal judges did, on this issue of gay marriage is horrific. It's the ultimate violation of civil rights, the civil right of the citizens of the United States to make their own laws. And the ability to make these laws was stripped away from us. Uh, and but so that, it's this horrible is the Republican democracy that you were telling us we should follow. Right, but no, no, I, you should, but this, this, unfortunately, the Supreme Court usurped the Democratic Republic process. They stepped away. and Because all what was happening is all over the country, individual states were making the decision on same-sex marriage, what they're going to do, and you know, all kinds of accommodations. And the Supreme Court jumped into that and said, nope, nope, we're just going to invent the right to be married. And we're going to take away this thing that people have always done for 250 years of making marriage laws. We're just going to take that away from you. Uh, so, But that's where we are. The court has ruled in one day that that may change. But until then, Kim Davis has a job, just like the Muslim uh, stewardess had a job. Her job is you're on the plane, you serve drinks. And if you she, wasn't, she, wasn't, on a plane, she wasn't sent to jail. She was just no. Well, of course, she wasn't sent to jail because she works in the private sector. She should have been fired. Now she's suing, demanding that the private airline accommodate her. Sorry, lady, you your boss gave you a job. Serve drinks. You don't have to serve drinks. You can quit. Either one of those is completely reasonable. And I don't see the difference between the two cases as far as the burden on the person of faith. Look, sometimes having faith is tough. You know, you might be uh, a devout Catholic and somebody might want to hire you at a clinic that does abortions. They may pay big money and they may say to you, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We won't have you do the abortion. We'll have you do other stuff. And you may say, you know what? I can't work there. And I guess the thing if you. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, God, here I am agreeing with you. Agreeing with me. I'm going to have to go home and examine my conscience. (laughs) Michael, before you go, I want to ask you. I just want to ask you. I I, I don't have a row with you about it. Um, Well, maybe I do. Let's have a round. Mr. Trump. Um, yes. Now, I know you're not a, a huge fan of Mr. Trump. No, and, not And Trump, I yeah. personally regard him as a spectacularly nasty bit of goods. <laughs> but my goodness, isn't he running a phenomenal campaign? He's great at what people want, which is me, we, we have our relationships with people through the media. And those of us who are lucky enough to do radio, we know this, I think, more than other people because radio is such an intimate medium. You're there. You're listening. You can tell if George is in a good mood just by his voice that day. 
And George, Donald is, George knows, is never in a good mood. Very good point. You caught me on that one. Uh, and so Donald Trump is a master of the media. When the China meltdown occurred a couple weeks ago, he put out one of uh, uh, what is it, a Vine? You know, one of those little like nine second, ten second little videos. He looked right in the camera and said, "Here's China screwing us again." Blah blah. blah. The other candidates, they would never even think of doing that. He talks right past the media, right to the people. He uses the media as a conduit for his, he's he's not being a Republican or Democrat. He's being Donald Trump. And somewhere and yet, out and yet there, my, One of my favorite Letterman clips is the, uh, the, the clip where Letterman uh, shows him all the Donald Trump line of clothes and right. ties and so on, all <laughs> made in China. And being of course sold, they are. Yeah. Of course they are. Where else would you make them? What are you, stupid? You're not going to make them in the United States. <laughs> no, but no, no. Of he's, he's not. great at being Donald Trump. Somewhere out there, there's a politician who can find their authentic self and also be sane. But, and but, that but, person is going to do very well. Tell me who it is, because uh, I, I mean, I, I'm, right I'm, now, I'm quite staggered to see I, a, a, another poll today in which mm-hmm. his support is growing, yeah, um, I mean, including it, leading among Republican women. I mean, every sure. anti-woman comment he makes, he gets more popular. What the hell is wrong with you people? Because it's like I said, it's about celebrity and it's not about policy or governance. And it's going to get remember uh, this time for uh, in 2000 to 2012 cycle, a pizza company owner named Herman Cain, whose entire campaign was a tax plan called 999, was in first place. I, I remember. He didn't I make him. it to. He didn't make it to the. Uh, I remember. He just wasn't quite as nasty so. as. Uh, oh no! As no! 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 Donald I, Trump is nasty, but Donald Trump is also funny. And also remember this: the more you oppress people by saying your opinions are illegitimate. For example, we talked earlier about birthright citizenship in America. If you say that you want to change that, you're immediately denounced as a racist. Immediately, there's no conversation about the merits. You're just a racist. Donald Trump is what you get when you try to suppress legitimate held opinions by people who aren't mean-spirited. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe they misunderstand. Michael, but they're not mean-spirited. Michael, if you a, try to shut people up, you end up with Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, well, you're trying to shut me up. Now, there's a, there's a an old an old and true uh, adage in politics, certainly in Irish politics, you get the government you deserve. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't deserve Donald Trump. <laughs> Michael, it's a pleasure, sort of a pleasure to talk to you. I wish we didn't deserve Barack Obama myself, but that's yeah. a story for another time. Oh, you deserve... He doesn't deserve you, I think. Um... <laughs> George will talk to you next week, Michael.